Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is Jameis Winston the biggest wild card in the quarterback carousel that is the NFL right now? How about this team for Jameis, the Dallas Cowboys? What's the best fit for Tom Brady, and are the Bucks really in it? And what will Steven Stamkos' injury do to the Lightning's playoff hopes? Is the captain's legacy one of injury and opportunity lost? We'll discuss all that and more with the lovely, the talented, award-winning anchor on Spectrum Sports 360 and Bay News 9, Chris Torello, on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. Hey, folks, if you'd like to be a sponsor to this podcast, we have lots of new ways you can do that. We'd love to have your support. For information, here's what you do. Contact us on Twitter at SportsDayTV. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud, or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. We'd love to have you be part of our team. All right, the lovely, uh, the talented Chris Torello joins us now. And, uh, Chris, you, you can't get away from it. I was watching Get Up! With Mike Greenberg and all those guys, uh, every day it's the same thing. Where is uh, Tom Brady going? And also, uh, today, as we tape this podcast at 6 p.m., according to my sources, Adam Shifter will discuss the biggest wild card in his whole quarterback derby, Jameis Winston. So let's go ahead and start there because uh, nobody has more interest in Jameis than the folks in Tampa Bay. Um, Look, in some ways, maybe he is a wild card in this thing. I don't know, you know, where he sits on the Bucks' list of priorities. It doesn't look like they're going to franchise him. Um, they could still get a deal with Shaq Barrett, but it looks like the franchise tag will be reserved for Shaq, which would make Jameis Winston a free agent. Um, uh-huh. And we still got to see where Brady goes. I think he's still a big domino in this thing. But Jameis Winston, it doesn't seem to me that there is a landing spot for a starting job necessarily for him. So if if he doesn't come back to the Bucks, are we do are do, are we confident that he would start someplace, um, or or uh, are there some possibilities? And one that was raised, um, you know, yesterday uh, on the Athletic was that perhaps he goes and backs up Tom Brady or Tom Brady, Drew Brees for a year in New Orleans, and then and then you know eventually they hand the baton to him, and you know what what a thing that would be with Sean Payton. I mean, just. Is Jameis going to be sort of the guy that's left out of the party when the, when the music stops? Well, first off, if he goes to the Saints and backs up Drew Brees, I mean, that's not exactly going to be your generational contract that he and his representatives no. have reportedly asking for. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's like the last option for him. I think he absolutely believes that, you know, whether it's, say, the Chargers, um, mm-hmm. whether it's John Gruden. I know John Gruden still loves him. On some respect, right. I mean, I remember when they watched the the Gruden camp, I mean, he was just infatuated by Jameis, you know. But then he was also infatuated by like seven other guys who didn't get drafted. So I mean, <laughs> you know, right. it's, it's he's tough. But anyway, you, you take it for what it is. Um, I I just I think there's too many spots where you would be able to say, you know what, we can have Jameis in here and he can help us. So because mm. here's the thing, and you talked about Tom Brady, Tom Brady. It was funny. Everyone was like pointing to Julian Edelman, you know, sitting there talking about where he's like, he's coming back. He's coming back. It's kind of like we left out the other part 
where Tom Brady looks back at him and says, he's not. And, and he's, I think Brady is, is headed for at least free agency to where he's seriously going to walk through different people's buildings, go out to dinner, get wined and dined. It'll come to a point where you're going to have three or four teams sitting on the edge of their seat, wondering if Tom Brady is actually going to do it. Is he actually going to leave uh, the confines of Gillette stadium. And, and I think that's the problem with that is those, there's three or four teams that won't get him. Mm-hmm. And I think right after that happens, then it, then it becomes, okay, well, what's the next best option is James mm-hmm. Winston, a good prize or, or would we rather Teddy Bridgewater? And, and I think personally, I think if I'm a, if I'm an owner, and I want to have excitement and I want to have a little bit of a, you know, I could say, Hey, here comes a guy who, who, who is, who's only 25 years old, somebody who is on the up and up, um, 33 touchdowns last year. I mean, passing leader, this kid, you know, he's, he's, he's figuring it out. He got LASIK. He's a former number one pick national champion, you know, um, you know, his coaches never appreciated him. They could sell it a million different ways. And and they could just say, yeah, we're going with Jameis. So I could see the, you know, uh, Spanos or I could see Gruden and Davis if they don't get the Brady of the world. Or, you know, I could see him saying, you know what, we don't want Derek Carr. We want, we want Jameis Winston. He's going to air it out to our guys. You know, so I just, I, I refuse to let Jameis as a backup come into any equation. Hmm. I think that's a little, you know, I, Unless he really wants to be one, I highly doubt he does. So I think he'll find himself a starting job, um, you know, but again, then maybe that team drafts a quarterback just for the hell of it. So you never know. I mean, just because you find a home in March doesn't mean that's, you know, you're, you're going to be cool and calm. I mean, look at Mike Lennon. I mean, he, we thought, oh, God, the Bears gave him how much money? And then they go trade up to get Mitch Trubisky two months later. So right. um, it's never that, that's nothing sort ever. Of- that's that's sort of Chris. That's sort of the problem here is that when you look at these other teams, and you mentioned the Chargers, well, the Chargers are in a perfect position to draft a quarterback. In fact, if they weren't to get Tom Brady, they would be remiss to not do so, right? I mean, they could yeah. put all their eggs in Jameis's basket and say we're not going to draft anybody. But they're they're you know they had such a bad year that they're in the position to get one of those guys. And so um, the same is true with the Miami Dolphins. You know, the same is true with pretty much any team that that we talk about that might look at Jameis Winston, the Raiders. Yeah. yeah. I think John Gruden, you know, his favorite quarterback is the one he doesn't have. So clearly he's, you know, just to entertain Tom Brady, he's saying something about Derek Carr. Um, and you know, but, but I, but I tend to think that, well, I mean, perhaps he would prefer Jameis Winston. I mean, they're there. He's a, that's a wild card. You never know with Oakland, these other places, though, it seems to me that you either go and you're sort of the bridge quarterback to a young guy. Like, say, Tua uh, Tungavaloa goes to Miami, right? And yeah. you, you could have Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, mentor him if you wanted to. Or you could get a Jameis Winston and, and try to win, you know, win right now. And then when, when Tua is ready a year from now, give him that year to, to rehab and, and get, get right with the hip and all that. Um, so I, I, I kind of think that, you know, in, or you look at Chicago and you say, well, Mitch Trubisky, it looks like the Bears are going to go with him. It's almost like he could become the Ryan Tannehill, yeah. you know, situation of the Tennessee Titans. I'm just not sure. And we'll know. You make great points. I mean, he is 25. He did throw for 5,100 yards. 
Now, we left out the 33 in that great introduction you gave him. We left out the 33 interceptions and the five lost fumbles well, of and 112 I points. I'm trying to sell this guy to a fan. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I love the way you did it, and I was all aboard until I remembered that he had a few turnovers. So <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, and, and this was this was a discussion uh, this morning when I was watching uh, you know, the ESPN show, which I just you know can't get enough of. Yeah, Mike um, Greenberg here, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Laura Rutledge, former Tampa girl. So yeah. they were talking about how, um, and we'll see what Schefter has to say later, but they were talking about how you know, he could go in someplace and, and back up. Here's a situation. Let me just – this is how crazy this speculation can get, and we're in the, we're in the, the silly season. Mm. Okay, you have a guy like Dak Prescott who, you know – I really believe that Desk, we're going to have to franchise him and he's going to be our quarterback and he's going to come in here and sign a franchise tender and he's going to be our guy. But you know what? Dak might say, screw you, I'm going to Cabo. I don't want to be franchised. I want my big, you know, 40, whatever, a year, million dollar job. And now the Cowboys are just nowhere, right? Now they don't have a guy, right? So they could go get a Teddy Bridgewater or how about a Jameis Winston and say – Brady. Oh, oh, or well, if they couldn't get Brady, right? I'm just saying, like the pecking yeah. order is obviously the. You know, we could say the goat could go anywhere, but um, I don't. I don't think he's going to Dallas. Although Michael Irvin had that spiel. I think um, that's. I, I honestly believe that's a wild card there. I really think if Jerry Jones wants him for fifty million a year, he'll do it. I, yeah. I really believe it. If he thinks he can grab him, he'll do it. I'm just mm. uh, that's Jerry for you. He's he's the George Steinbrenner of the league. You know, he'll do whatever it takes. He's been what does he do with Dak, though? Does he let Dak walk as a free agent? Maybe. If this is just about winning a championship and not giving a damn about your future, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is the same guy who had to be fought by his son not to draft Johnny Manziel. Let's not forget, you know? (laughs) I, I had forgotten. I'm glad you reminded me of that. There you go. It's a, it's a mess. I mean, I, and, and then, you know, the, the, uh, one GM, you know, told somebody that, you know, the Bucks are all about Bridgewater. I don't know how this is going to go. Let me ask you this question. If you're Jameis's people, right, you're his agent, you're his dad, <laughs> Antonor, who has a lot of influence over number, uh, number three, um, and you're watching and listening to the rhetoric go on, and they don't want to give you even the $27 million franchise tag, much less the $30 million a year you'd, you'd prefer. Yeah. Can you bring him back? Can you? Is there a way to bring him back and say you're our guy? Throw his arms, throw your arms around him, say yeah, it's a franchise. But hey, you know it's 27. You're our guy. Come on, come on, big guy. We need you. You were always going to be our starter. I mean, have we gotten to the point of no return like they did at one point with Gerald McCoy? I think we've gotten to the point where you're. I think Bruce Arians kind of played his cards a little bit at at the combine. I mean, you were there. You got to you know be up close and personal and talk with him a little bit more. I bet. But I mean, when he talked about, he kind of had that slip up of you know with Jason Light where he's he said like Jason's going to talk to some agents or you know yeah. whatever. I just think that there's a lot going on behind the scenes. I mean, even Jason Light seemed very nervous. No, and uh, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, that's you know. But I think when I look at someone like, um, you know, I look at Jameis, he really is like, I just don't see a team, regardless of how they look at him, like I could see someone handing him, hey, we're going to give you four years, $100 million. But then really, but, but, hmm. but what's what's underneath it? The guaranteed money. 
That's yeah. that's where we're looking. And I could see yeah. it being only 40 million guaranteed. So what's that really mean? Two seasons. Two years, 20 million well, a year. Back yeah. to that whole, well, we would give you two seasons, sure. but you know, but instead of it being where well, we can cut you next year after one year, we're giving you through 2021. You but then after years, that, that's right. Mm-hmm. We're either handing it the reins off, we're going to draft somebody. So I think, you know, I, I think Jameis is in a tough spot because I absolutely believe he is worth every bit of at least twenty million a year to someone else. I've been I'm with, with you. I would not if I were the Bucks, I've got way too many bigger issues than a quarterback um, who who throws who gives the ball to the other team more than he does my own team. So uh, I, I think you know now do I think Teddy Bridgewater is the sexy name? Do I think no. you know people will 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 you know will be like oh my god we finally got Teddy you know like. <laughs> No, but no, but seriously. But now here's now the dominoes. You know, and this is where talk radio loves this. This is where podcast love it is. Okay, so so Jameis so Jameis hits free agency. We all know what is it? Free agency is what March eighteenth. So March sixteenth, sixteenth through eighteen is when the, the legal the, tampering period begins at four p.m. on the eighteenth. That's correct. Exactly, exactly. So that Monday, we're going to start hearing. You and Schefter, by the way, you're my Schefter, and you're going to start hearing <laughs> others saying this deal is going to get done. We already saw, what's his name, the the guy from Tennessee, I think Conklin. It's already being yeah. reported he's going to sign with the Jets. So, yes. you know, I mean, that's, to me, I think those deals are going to get worked out over the next week or, or so. You know, oh, absolutely. Like, you know, so, I mean, we're going to know who plans to sign where. We're going to know what's going to happen. There are other names out there that are just so attractive. Like, I mean, I'd love to, like, okay, let's say Dak Prescott gets franchised. What happens to Amari Cooper? You know, like, there's so many names that mm-hmm. just start, you know, going, oh, I don't, I don't know where this person's going. I don't know. But, I mean, the real question for everyone is who's the first quarterback domino? Is it all eyes on Tom Brady? If it is, then that means talented young people like Prescott and Bridgewater and Winston are all going to feel like the second choice, no matter yeah. what. So there's there's going to be some, and then does Derek Carr get? I mean, it's just like it makes your head spin. I mean, I I can never, and I. But then it goes back to what Bruce Arians said, Rick, and maybe you could touch this. He said that he'd be surprised if two of them got to free agency. You know, like he'd be really yeah. surprised if like deals weren't announced and and like things yeah. weren't worked out franchise wise, whatever. Well, I mean, like, like many people, I think that starts to, he still can't fathom Tom Brady not being with the Patriots. I think a lot yeah. of people still feel that at some point there will be a discussion with Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and Robert Kraft and that they'll, you know, give him assurances that they're going to find enough weapons for him this year, that things will be different, that you really don't want to roll the dice, big guy, and go someplace where, you know, it's, you know, say Tampa yeah. Bay. Oh, it's, it, he's never, you know, he's it, never had to set foot outside. That's you know? right, and, and and some of these programs like like the Bucks are the anti Patriots. They haven't made the playoffs in twelve years, as opposed to one that has done it twelve years in a row. Um, so you know it, it's a little different, and things are never quite the same. You don't have the same offense, you don't have the same um, anything, and and so there's there's risk involved. Yet, you know Brady's at the point where he asked for this, right? They they didn't yeah. give him a two year deal a year ago. Um, he he became a free agent. Um, and, and this is the first time he's had a chance to be wined or dined. And, and I guess people are coming to him to talk to him as opposed to him making the Peyton Manning tour, but he's going to, he's going to find that it's, you know, it's heady stuff when you find, 
how many people really love you and how many people really want you. But then reality is going to strike at some point. He's going to say, wait a minute, what am I doing? But let's let's assume he moves on because there are people smarter than me and closer to Tom Brady who believe that he is going to leave. And if he does, what what's the best fit for Brady? I mean, you have the Tennessee Titans um, with Mike Vrabel, a teammate of his, a team that was in the AFC Championship game a year yep. ago. Um, you know, uh, the Oakland Raiders, I mean, they have some talent on offense. Their defense isn't that good. John Gruden has a voluminous offense that he'd have to learn. They have some money under the salary cap. Their offensive line isn't that great. Uh, what are we talking about? We're talking about the Chargers who have some talent on offense, but yeah. you know, new team in L.A., maybe maybe Giselle would like that. Um, you know, there's just not a lot of not I, a I lot think, of options. What's the perfect fit for Tom Brady if he leaves? All right. Well, let's let's break this down with deduction because that's what that's because I'm just so damn smart. So number <laughs> one, um, he's not going out west. He's not going to L.A. and he's not going to to Las Vegas for one simple reason. And his name is Patrick Mahomes. Um, you have Good to play point. the Chiefs twice a year. And there you go. I, if you, by the way, I believe Eric Bieniemy will be the quarter, will be the head coach there one day. And and I think that's going to be so good for the league to have an African American star quarterback with a with an up and coming star African American head coach. Um, that's going to be really great. Um, so I just don't see. I mean, you have to play them twice a year, and that's the difference between if I stay in New England and I win twelve games, I get to be right. the two seed minimum. If I yes. if I go out to the AFC West and I win twelve games, I could be the five seed. Because yes. um, because if I don't win the division, I, I can't I can't be a four. I can't be. I, I have to go on the road. And he so, knows all too well what winning the division has done for his career. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. He knows the first three Super Bowls weren't even on him. My right. God. So I can hear him now. OJ Torb's the best. Yeah, shut up. Okay. Okay. I watched <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater. I watched what's his name Ty Law play two ways. You know, give me a give, get, the, get the hell out of here. So, um, Tony, yeah. but I I think when you look at so I so I say get rid of those two. He's gonna okay. stay. He's gonna stay more towards the East Coast. The East Coast, okay. I don't think Chicago's the answer, but just because look at Chicago. I mean, you know, yeah, those you're not going there. Court. No. So I think he wants somewhere where they have weapons and mm-hmm. where they have a running game. So right yeah. away, I take Tampa Bay off the because they don't have a running game. I, well, yet uh, hold on, yet yeah. you know they yes. let's say they let's say they draft Jonathan Jonathan Taylor. You're going to draft uh, the him first. Before... I'm just saying. I mean, uh, did, did, you, did you say you, you could draft, there's a lot of running backs in this draft and you could add an offensive lineman with your first pick. You, you could take a running back okay, in the fine. second. So let's say you woo. Okay, so Brady, okay, so here's how I would put it. The Bucks would be in the conversation. They're one of the top. I think if we're throwing the Patriots out, he's already told, you know, Bill like I He's mean, moving, had, right? Where where's his landing spot? I think it's Tampa, it's Tennessee, or it's Dallas. Those mm. three, mm. because they have Zeke, they have Henry, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They have weapons, they have money. You know, all three places have the. I mean, but to me, I would. Lo- I, I mean, I. I mean, here's the thing: Tom Brady can make. You know, he can make. He, I would love to see him with Scotty Miller. I'm just gonna say that. I think if Scotty Miller's here and he wants to pass the ball across the route, Scotty Miller's gonna look like Adam Humphreys. He's gonna look mm-hmm. like Chris Hogan. He's gonna look like all those guys. You know, yeah. but to give him a big receiver like Evans, to give him a big receiver like Godwin, you know, I think 
that's what he likes to use the tight ends too. I mean, OJ Howard suddenly becomes relevant. Howard and Brait would benefit so much from a guy like Brady because he Mm -hmm. values those positions. He Mm -hmm. he, like he knows what they can do. You know, I mean, he he worked with the best tight end in NFL history. So I think when you look at those three spots, then then it's just a matter of comfort and. Are you going to win the? Are you? Can you? Here's the thing. I think out of those three, who has the easiest chance of winning their division? I think it's Tennessee. Probably Tennessee. Yeah. Exactly. So, and, and for Vrabel, I think Vrabel has an edge just because he knows Tom, and Tom knows him so well. Oh, He's sure. your head coach. He controls the entire tone of the locker room. It's going to be not that different. He's not Belichick, right? But he, but he knows what it's supposed to sound like. What that locker room is supposed to be. Um, he's been successful. They went to the, they were, you know, just yeah. a, a couple points away from, from going yeah. to the, to the Super Bowl. So that to me just seems if he's going to move and it's not that far from New York where his son lives. I, I, I still think oh. that that's, that's probably, they, they probably have the best odds because you know, we yeah. can't have nice things here in Tampa Bay. I'm sorry, fans, but you can't, yeah. you just can't expect that. So uh, I think that that's, that's probably the, and so the Bucks will have to decide pretty quickly because I'm going to I'm going to eliminate Brady from the conversation. So now you're down to do you want Teddy Bridgewater, Philip Rivers or 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 Ryan Tannehill? If he goes to Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill is available. Yeah. Are you are you more comfortable with one of those quarterbacks paying them either franchise or less than franchise money and then getting back part of your defense that you want and moving on from Jameis Winston? That's that's what it's going to come down to. And and there's, think, there's no there's yeah. no evidence that that they're gonna that they're not planning on doing that to me. I just everything yeah. this off season has felt like they want to move on. Will they? We don't know. Ultimately, they may they may buckle and say, you know what, we want our guy back too. And nobody goes anywhere. Maybe everybody stays where they're at. But man, it, it just seems for all the world that um, they're gonna they're gonna move on from this quarterback. And it's gonna be really interesting interesting to see where Jameis what he does with that. Yeah, well, I just think his. I think Jameis would would gladly, you know, put hat in hand and, and walk into one buck and say, "Hey guys, you know, I don't know what my my reps told you, but I, I'd like to be here for two years, fifty four million or whatever it is." And yeah. by that point, I think that's where the Bucks say, "You know, listen, you know, that's why agents talk. Agents, right. agents set the tone, and unfortunately, yeah. it does feel like you didn't want to be here." So I think the Bucks will have no problem taking the backlash. And saying, mm-hmm. "Listen, we're going to go with Teddy Bridgewater," or mm-hmm. I, I don't think Philip Rivers. I think that would just be a you know kind of like you know hey, here's here's an older Jameis, you know, someone yeah. throws an yeah. exception. Who's probably so going to want a lot of money too? I, I don't even yeah, know that he's playing yeah, for he's, free. He's yeah. made it clear he doesn't need to play. Um, right. I think I think someone like that. You you know, Tannehill interests me a little bit, um, but I think that all goes back to then whoever they take. To hell with them! I want a quarterback in the draft in the first two rounds. I, you know, I, I agree. I, mm. It goes back to okay, well, who's is it? Jacob Eason? You know, is it? You know, who I think people? I, I mean, I think people are sleeping on him. I think he's really good. You know, I and and you know, watching him a little bit and just being able to see what you know. Someone saw, I saw someone on Twitter saying, "Oh, he could be a third round, fourth round." I'm like, fourth round? I said, this guy's going. This kid's going to be a top. He's going to be a good pick. Like, I mm-hmm. think Eason's going to come off the board. I think someone's going to take him sooner than later. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's just a matter of falling in love with one or two of those quarterbacks that they know they can get value for. And and I I just think – and then that's the plan. It's whoever's coming in here is a stopgap. Maybe it's two years, but that person's a stopgap for them. So yeah. I think they've settled on that. I think they really have. 
You know, they're tired yeah, of I, I'm with drafting you. guys in the first round. They're tired of, you know, they're going to go a different route to get this done. That's just because, I mean, because that's what Bruce has done. Arians did it in Arizona. You know, he's they he knows how to win with guys who maybe have a little bit left in the tank or have something different in the tank. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm leaning. I, I I just think it's, you know, like you said, it could all poof. Everyone's happy. Jameis signs a nice deal and we all move on. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't feel that way two weeks to go. No, it really doesn't. We'll know soon enough. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, okay, the Tampa Bay Lightning... Uh, they broke their four-game losing streak, of course, as we know. But uh, the biggest loss they had uh, that night was Steven Stamkos, the news that he's going to be out six to eight weeks. What does this do to their playoff hopes? And, 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 and now, look, this is not the first time the captain has had a major yep. injury and uh, many of these you know, playoff runs he's n- not been a part of. So is this kind of becoming his legacy? Uh, is it opportunity loss for Stamkos? Mm. Well, I remember one time we were talking, I think it was after he scored, um, it was the franchise goal, or he said, you said, to, or it was one of his career marks, and you said to me, well, you know, is he one of the greatest Lightning players of all time? Will he go down that way? And I said, yeah, but he's got to win the cup. You know, yep. like you, if you yep. want to be Marty Richards, you know, Vinny, if you want to, you That's know, right. if you want to go down with all those guys, you got to, you got to hoist the cup at Emily. So I think, um, you know, I mean, the, the good news is, is that he, you know, they're, you know, we, we see six to eight weeks as if like, oh, he'll be back from, you know, you know, this mark, this date right here, he's back on the ice. Six to eight weeks means you're healed. You know, like that means you're healed, you're you're in good shape, but you probably need a little time to get your legs under you. You need a little time to get your body back. So, I mean, when is what does that mark us at? May? May 1st? I mean, it's going to be some time here. You know, that, and by that point, who knows where the Lightning are? I just think the Lightning, and I keep saying it, they, they, they have the firepower to get to win any game they want, to win any series they want. Nikita Kucherov, you know, the headmans of the world, you know, point. Kalorn with the season he's having. You know, they've got enough there. The Lord knows they're paying enough. Um, it makes you, I think, appreciate some of the moves Julian Brisbois made. Because I think maybe even Brisbois sensed something was coming, you know, where maybe he knew he needed a center for a pick that was going to – because he gave up – some people thought they got fleeced on some of these deals. And it's like, yeah, but so what? You know, if it, if it wins you the cup, who gives a damn? You that's know, right. and, I, and I think that's where maybe they knew for a while Stammer was heading down this road where if this doesn't if this if something doesn't go right okay he's going under the knife we got to give him surgery so but but there is a yeah. loss chris you'd have to admit that in that room no one has a bigger voice right no one has a bigger investment in this franchise and for as he's great as nikita Kuch, yes. yeah for as great as kucherov is you're not following him except what he does on the ice in other words sure. he's not he's not going to be the guy look we've seen him you know make bad decisions and, and board a guy during the playoffs and be suspended. I mean, you're not going to get that from Stamkos. Not to mention that Kucherov's life's going to get a lot harder, too, because without Stamkos on that line, 
Suddenly yep. they, they can do things to, to slow him down. So they may have to try to win a different way than, uh, than what they're used to. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I, I, and I think, but I think they have enough weapons to win. Oh, certainly. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think they have the opportunities. Now, are you going to have that, you know, Kucher off from the right side, slides it through the, the ice all the way to the left and, and Stammer just bangs it home with a, with a slap shot? Sure, no, I don't sure. think that's happening, but mm. this is a team that cleans up the garbage. This is a team that, you know, does what they have to do. So, you know, every time you think, oh, man, they're going to lose this game. I mean, what was it? Was it It was Kucherov or something? No, it wasn't Kucherov. Who was it? He just like went down. It was Kucherov down the other end of the ice in overtime. He just stole the puck in his yep. own zone and just, boom, he's gone. And you rock it mm-hmm. out of a, you know, just firing down there and he scores. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, I think they have enough. I just, for Stammer, I feel bad because he is the guy that you go to for, for a quote. He's the guy that, you know, all season long, and we talked about it early, he was very critical of this team. He's saying, we're not playing yeah. hockey right now. We're not playing the way we're capable of playing, you know. And, and, and when they, you know, so, and he's always been that, that steady person, that voice of, you know, yeah. yeah, we're playing well, but, you know, we have a bad night. Okay, well, what the hell are we doing wrong? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it sucks when you don't have your leader in there, but. I think they have enough veterans that they can at least hold it down. Like, I mean, I, I, I would be shocked if this team isn't getting out of the first round again. You know, I mean, could you imagine two straight years they don't get out no, of the first No, I, I actually think that no matter who they play or who uh, who's on the ice, whoever they play is in for it that first round because they're yeah, not yeah. going out in they're not going out in four games. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're probably going to win the first round no matter who they play, and, and uh, I think that's been – um, the, a focus of theirs really since they they dropped the puck. Yeah. So that that's yeah. that I wouldn't. It, it doesn't bother me. And look, maybe they'll get Stamkos back either sometime that week or sometime uh, in the, in the next uh, the next it's round of the playoffs. So those yeah. these injuries can linger, as we know. They they they're saying six to eight. Some of these guys need thirteen, fourteen weeks to get back from them. That's what it I'm saying. Depends. That's that's like a barometer just to say that you're you're healed. You know, like that's different. So, but that once you get to the semis, that's where it changes because then, oh, well, who do I match up with? You know, there are a lot of good teams in the East. And, you know, every time I'm thinking, oh, the the Lightning are going to catch the Bruins, the Bruins just rail off wins. You know, like they've, they've, they've stayed, they've stayed true to themselves. They've got some damn good players up there. So, and so does other teams. I mean, it's, it's crazy just the type of talent that's going on in that up there in the Northeast. So uh, we're, we're going to, we're going to find out very quickly. Speaking of injuries, Blake Snell with the elbow, you concerned about that? The only reason I'm concerned, and I know they gave him a cortisone shot and even Kevin Cash, uh, very medical technical terms from him. Um, saying it was on the outside of the elbow and it's not the inside stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, the good news is it's probably nothing to do with his his UCL. Um, you know, but I worry a little bit just because, like, you know, you look at the Yankees with Luis Severino. Don't forget these two guys signed kind of the same deal last year. Yeah. You know, where is what four or five years, fifty million total. I mean, it was like you know. And I mean, Severino looked great last year when he came back, but then they put him down for a die cast. And that's when you kind of know, I mean, it worries you a little bit that this could linger. I mean, he had Blake had loose bodies removed last year, missed a couple months, and then he comes back and he's brilliant. So you just hope that this is a precaution and you just hope that it's okay, I'm going to take care of this now with a cortisone shot, but usually you need one cortisone shot. You might need another. And and that's, that's the only part of it that worries me a little bit, but for now it seems they're, they're dodging a little bit, but if Blake Snell is healthy 
Tyler Glass now looks good. Charlie Morton's looked good. If their bullpen is situated the way it should be, uh, th- I, I think the second I saw the Severino news, I said they're the favorites now. The Rays are the favorites to win the East. Wow. I think they're so well balanced. You know, John Carlos Stanton can't get out of his own way. Aaron yeah. Judge is hurt, and we don't know mm-hmm. how serious it is, but he's probably not going to be ready for opening day. Yeah. Um, I just, I'm, I think the Rays, with the confidence they have in the balance, the fact you can throw anybody in the, they've got four or five guys for the outfield. They've got hitting left and right. Yeah, you know, gonna, they may not win, they may not bash you out of the park, but I think they could win with singles and doubles, and they have enough pitching. I think the Rays should feel so confident. They should look at the Yankees and go, you know, who the hell are they? You know, like to hell with them, to hell with Garrett Cole can only pitch once a week, people. So we're good. We can we can handle right. Garrett Cole. We can we, we we can handle these guys. That's the way I if I'm a race fan, I'm I'm chomping at the bit to to, to see if they can actually win this division this year. So I, yeah, I think they're, it's ex- they're excited. Yeah. Absolutely. We we chat, we'll get you out on this one. You were all over this story. Quentin Flowers had left of course, the XFL, uh, Tampa Bay Vipers, uh, the word is that he, he's going, it was for personal reasons. Of course, I think a lot of people jumped to conclusions. We know he wasn't uh, very happy about not, not playing or not playing yeah. enough. Um, but, do we, but are we certain that that's what this is about? That it, when you hear personal reasons, it really is a broad, broad brush, yeah. right? It could be anything. Yeah, well, here's the thing. If I don't have the info, I can't say it. So I, yeah. I don't know. You know, I know we've yeah. all reached out. Some people will gladly just spit out, well, I do know, and I know I'm right type of thing. And it's like, that's fine. Like, good for you. So you have, you're confident enough to go write a full article or put out a whole minute 30 package that mm-hmm. says, this is why, this is what I know, and I'm going to put my name on it. Well, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen full blown, this is why, this is the issue. Seems like he's bad. He's coming back and you know, I think it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, I, it was, to me, it was really weird last week because, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, you hear, Oh, I heard he left Monday and I heard he left Wednesday. And, you know, they, I, I heard, you know, the equipment guys were like, don't put the Jersey out. And I'm like, okay. Uh, so I simply texted a team source and I said, Hey, um, it's getting a little hot on Twitter. Um, a lot of info bashing the Vipers about Quentin, you know, is there any truth to this? Person responded back to me saying, uh, well, you know, I obviously can't speak for coach or, you know, or, you know, who needs to speak. But I can tell you that Quentin Flowers is not off the team and he's he's still a viper. Is he taking care of some stuff? Yes. I'll you know, we'll let you know, like, I'm, you know, that's all I can let him say. answer to that. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's all I can say. And that's enough right. for me, you know, like from someone mm-hmm. I trust where I was like, OK, absolutely. So I put it out there and yeah. You know, it kind of like it kind of gets in the USF circle, in the USF fan circle, it gets, yeah. you know, skepticism. Um, yep. But, you know, I listen, that's just the way it is. You know, and, and people can think whatever they want about their own reporting. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Rick, you and you, you know this as well as anyone. It's you, you just have to know your own reporting. You have to know your own sourcing. You have to know your own. Absolutely. Story. And that's that's what yeah. pisses me off is I think sometimes it's. You know, sometimes it's the people that call themselves media that really piss me off. And I'm just going to say that out loud. No, I understand. And and they don't play by the same rules, which is fine. You know, but obviously the Internet is open. It's avenue to, you know, anyone could have a blog. But all we have is credibility. And in order to maintain that, it's sort of like, you know, for a couple days, it was out there that Jameis Winston Uh had had LASIK surgery, right? 
Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, the guy putting it out there or the person, because we don't know them, is anonymous. That person won't identify themselves, right? Oh, yeah, and, I remember that. And they were, yeah. they were also quoting an anonymous source. So we have anonymous on top of anonymous, but you're supposed to go with that. I'm sorry. Until somebody I know who's yeah. in a position to know that can speak either for the team, um, you know, off the record or, or Jameis himself, I wasn't writing it. Didn't doubt, I, didn't doubt that that yeah. might have happened. And, in fact, exactly. it did happen. And then after I wrote it, they came out with a statement and confirmed it. Um, yeah. But that's, that's called journalism. <laughs> so, well, no, but the problem that I have is, is that, like you said, and I'll give you a perfect example. Last week, Mitch Wilcox did not have a good, no, did not have a good combine. That's USF right. tight end from the area, Tarpon Springs, and then yeah. it comes out that that evening that he had a bloodshot eye. Like he, when he took that hit, it was over. You know, like right. he was dazed and confused. So, that's correct. But and that's fine, and that all gets reported. But my problem was was while this was happening, you had legitimate media members over at, in the UCF Orlando area. Mm-hmm. making fun of this kid just crushing and, him not knowing what had happened yeah not without knowing what happened and not that i knew but it, i just that sits very wrong with me especially when you have an aspiring athlete who's you know a trying great guy to, does and, everything the right way you yeah. know i'm sorry gabe davis made a catch and you want to praise him but you don't go and then go after mitch you know, right, it's like, oh, right. look, it's a perfect representation of the programs like you know yeah, wow it's taking one in the face you know and yeah. so i tweet that out you know, right. and people get mad at me. And then I have people to, to our point about media. Then I have mm. UCF bloggers coming yeah. at me saying, well, since sure. this is social media, does that mm. mean that I'm unprofessional? And I said, yeah, you are unprofessional. You're not real media. Like right. you don't have the credentials. And I still get annoyed with some of the people who walk into a USF game that get credentialed. I've made that point very clear. Oh, and I I'm with you. I'm with you there on the bucks too, my brother. Yeah. Just, no, that happens. Like, I, I get it. You have a, you have a blog or you have whatever, but don't come into the same. And, and listen, I'll be nice to you. You can have the food, but I'm not going to be <laughs> mean. No, but seriously, like I'm not going to sit there and be, you're not uh, taking a plate away. I'll try Wait. and nah, I'll have my share. Don't you? I'll have my share, but I'll put my, I'll try instead to put my arm around someone, especially if they're younger and say, Hey, the way Here's you asked you do that it. question yeah. mm-hmm. didn't yield the answer you wanted because right. you were attacking, you know, mm-hmm. like, or I'll try my hardest to be the nicest person. But at the end of the day, if you're not listening to mm-hmm. hell with it, and I've made it known, like, this is ridiculous. Like, I've had a few of these fan blogs block me and I'm more to it. Go ahead. You know, like it's just, it annoys me because they want so badly to be what we do. But at the, but then when it comes time to let your emotions stay in check, they can't do it. And that's where it's different. It's the same when you're trying to report on Jameis. It's the same when I'm trying to report on USF or flowers or whatever, you know, it just it bothers me that people think that we're out to get them or we're not part of the team. I'll never forget that. I had a former boss tell me that I wasn't I wasn't in it for the home team and I nearly lost my crap that day. Oh, um, wow. so, yeah, you know, that stuff bothers me. You know, yeah, like, it's hard it's, to explain to people that you, you, you lose your cheerleader card when you take this job. And, and, and that's, you. you know, when you're in a fan website or a fan blog obviously that's fine that's where that's your perspective that's where you're coming from as long as everybody understands that then they have to take it with a grain of salt whatever you choose to put up there but 
This is it, boy. We could do a whole. We'll do a whole podcast on this one day. Um, you know, this, this. The, I, I always say that the best way to do it is is to just let your work speak for itself, as you do, uh, as I try to do. And um, you know, why give why give audience or any thought to uh, to how somebody else does their job? Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's just not relevant to uh, you know to how we feed our families. So. Well, I mean, listen, I'm... listen, Rick, listen, listen. When you're someone like me, <laughs> I've been doing this for 35 years. I can't, listen, I know. You got an app. You got an I app. Got all the, I got all the sauces. I do a six to six thirty show. I don't need to do five hours anymore. I do a half hour. Bang in and out. I go see my kids. That's what I do. Okay. 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 You've done more than a half hour today, uh, Mike. I appreciate that. Hey, on Spectrum uh, Sports 360, Bay News Nine, all those places, uh, you're going to have. Yeah. Uh, some news on the basketball finals, high school boys basketball finals in Lakeland. My East Lake yeah. Eagles, home go. of my son Wesley Stroud, uh, is uh, unbelievably in their first state championship. Do they have a chance? And you got some other teams over there too, right? I think they have a fair chance. They've got good guard play. Um, yeah, so we're gonna we'll be there all week. Um, we got the semifinals um, for a few days, and then a Friday and Saturday are the championships. And so you can, uh, if you're a spectrum customer, you can watch it for free. Um, and, uh, there's a link, right. You go on to baynews9.com slash sports. There'll be a link right there for them. We'll also be putting it up every night at 10 30 on spectrum sports, 360, how they can go on. But if you're a spectrum customer and like we were just, I was just in Deland for soccer where we had Shorecrest prep when their first ever boys soccer final Jesuit won their first title since 2001, you know, like we were able to bring that moment to parents and fans who couldn't make it. So that's what we're going to try and do. Lakeland obviously is a little bit closer, but for, for, for spectrum customers who know that they have family members who will be traveling or not in the area, there you go. It's a perfect way. So we've got Bartow, Eastlake. I know Tampa Catholics there again with, uh, with, uh, Kevin Knox's brother, Kobe, um, yeah, we've got some teams up there, so it's it's going to be fun. It'll it'll definitely um, uh, you know we'll we'll see what they can do. Um, you know, these there's a lot of good teams in this uh, in this area. So, uh, but yeah, it'll all be on our. We'll have it all on the air, and we'll be uh, covering it all week. Sure, we'll have some previews as well. So he's the award-winning nice. anchor of Spectrum Sports 360, Made News Nine. Chris Torello, thanks, Chris. We appreciate it. All right, thank you. Man, always, he was fired up, wasn't he? Always good to catch up with Chris. Hey, the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're going to be uh, off tonight. They host Montreal on Thursday. And speaking of the Lightning, we'll have Diana Neros, the beat writer for the Tampa Bay Times, who covers the Lightning on tomorrow's podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. For Steve Versnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 